thought I had it. Now I'm on. Sorry about that. Is that better? All right. Uh, Seth had talked about the heart, your heart condition, and the question I have is, do you even know your heart condition? Are we in tune with ourselves good enough that we even know what our heart condition is? I'm asking myself the question. I don't, I'm not here going to preach about that, but it was something I was processing. I'm like, okay, do I really even know where my heart condition is? And so uh, thank you for asking that question, Seth, and, and just helping me process that uh, and really learning where I'm at. What do I need? Do I know what I need? Do I know where I'm at uh, between um, just in, in, in my heart and knowing that that is the important part and, and connecting with God? So thank you for that. Thank you for leading us, Cameron, in worship this morning. I, I, I was blessed this morning and I had tears in my eyes this morning. I'm not sure why, but I'm okay with it. I think it's just the presence of God and, and just worshiping. Uh, so thank you for, for leading those songs. It was, it was good. And talking about Thanksgiving, Seth talked about Thursday is Thanksgiving. Uh, this should be a lifestyle for us. It really should be. Yes, we celebrate Thanksgiving, but as Christians... I think this should be a lifestyle that we should be living. Uh, you know, we, yes, we get to celebrate it uh, every, you know, every November. But, uh, you know, we, we get together as families. I, th I really think it is really special because it, is, it draws together uh, families. You have a day off of work and you do focus on Thanksgiving. And we certainly have something to be thankful for, a lot to be thankful for. But in regards to, to Thanksgiving, Thankfulness, uh, I want to thank each one of you for what you did for Pastor Appreciation Month. I know we really appreciated it. Uh, that was awesome. We didn't see it coming, but uh, so thank you so much. The meals, the gift cards, the, all the different things you did. Uh, taking us out to eat, some people was, so thank you so much. We, we greatly appreciate it. Had us over to your house, uh, several people, so uh, thank you so much. But Thanksgiving, we're obviously going to talk about Thanksgiving this morning, but we're going to look at a Bible story as well. The definition of Thanksgiving is the expression of gratitude, especially to God. I found that was interesting when I looked up the definition that it had, uh, especially to God. So we're talking about Thanksgiving this morning. Luke 17, we're going to get a story out of Luke 17. You can turn to Luke chapter 17, and we're going to check out a story here. Something that Jesus did. We're going to read it. And it's, for, it's probably familiar to some of you, but we're going to read verses 11 through 19, and we're going to see what we can learn about Thanksgiving this morning. Uh, Luke chapter 17, verse 11, it says, Now it happened, as he, this was Jesus, he went to Jerusalem that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. As he entered a certain village, there met him ten men who were lepers, who stood afar off. They lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. When Jesus saw them, he said, go show yourself to the priests. And it was so as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw he was healed, Returned with a loud voice, glorified God. He fell on his face at his, at his feet, giving him thanks. He was a Samaritan. 
Jesus answered and said, he answered with a question. He said, we're not ten cleansed. Where are the nine? Were there not any found who returned to give glory to God except the foreigner? And then verse 19, he said, arise, go your way. Your faith has made you whole. So we have the ten lepers. And I think a lot of us know what leprosy was. If you had leprosy, uh, it wasn't fun. It was miserable. You were sick. You were rejected. You were cast out. There was probably a lot of shame came with leprosy. Uh, I probably, I, I think there was probably very little hope. If you had leprosy, you probably were living with no hope. At least very little hope. You needed help. You needed healing. And there was 10 of these. And Jesus is walking. And these 10 see him. And they holler out. It says they hollered with a loud voice. Because they saw Jesus. Verse 13 says they, they cried with a loud voice. They said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. Jesus gave him a command. He could have said, hey, you guys are healed just for, ho just for hollering at me. He could have done that. But Jesus gave them something to do. He said, hey, you guys go show yourselves to the priest. And there they had a choice. Do we start walking and go to the priests? Or do we just, I mean, why doesn't Jesus just come over, put his hand on us, and heal us? Wouldn't that be easier than going into the priest? Are you kidding? You want us to walk into the priest? We're lepers. We're not supposed to be in there. So he's giving them a command that's strange, that doesn't line up with their thinking at all. I don't know how long it took before they went, if they went immediately, if they talked about it for an hour or two hours. Like, wait a second. Should we really be walking into the priest? It, the Bible doesn't say what all happened there. I would think with 10 men, they weren't all in agreement. There was probably some who disagreed. Some I, I don't know. Either way, somewhere along the line, they all started walking. And it says, as they went, they were, okay, they were being obedient, right? As they went, they were cleansed. So, when they were walking in obedience, they were cleansed. You know, when I look at Scripture, it's not uncommon for Jesus to do this. If you ask him for something, he'll give you something to do. Like testing, maybe just testing your faith, or can you do this, or can you do that? It's not uncommon for Jesus to do that, to ask you to walk in obedience first. When he sees you walking in obedience is when the healing came for these lepers. So these lepers, uh, man, what an awesome moment. I don't know if they were all walking in line and then all of a sudden they're healed or when the healing took place. But, man, this would have been awesome. You were a leper. It doesn't say how long they were lepers. Maybe some of them for years. We don't know that. We don't know their age. We don't know much about them. Uh, but we know they were cleansed, the Bible says. So they were probably hooting and hollering and rejoicing. We're healed. We were sick, and now we're much better. We're completely better. We're cleansed. 
They were high five and fist bumping. I don't know what all they were doing, but I'm sure they were fired up because they were better after being sick for so long. They were cleansed. They had a but God moment in their lives. They were sick. They were miserable. They were cast out. There was probably a lot of shame, like I said earlier. They were in a sick state. If they would have not been healed, they most likely would have died in their sick state. In their sick, yeah, their sick state. But they had a but God moment. Jesus showed up. They hollered out to him, and they were cleansed. So now they have this but God moment, and they're healed. Completely different story. Completely new chapter. Completely new page in their life that I don't know if they saw coming. I really don't think they saw coming. So they're cleansed. And they just keep going on their journey except the one. One says, wait a second. That guy just healed me. So he turned around and he went back to Jesus. And we see what he did. It says he fell down, verse 16, he fell down on his face. Sorry, verse 15. One of them, when he saw that he was healed, he returned with a loud voice and he glorified God. And he fell on his face. At his feet, giving him thanks. He was a Samaritan. So this wasn't just common for Samaritans. I think a lot of us know that. I'm not going to get into that part of it. But he comes back and he says, Jesus, thank you for healing me. Thank you. And then Jesus asks a question. He's like, wait a second. Didn't I heal ten people? Where are the other nine? Are they not, I mean, this doesn't, it doesn't say, he does say, were there, were there not ten cleansed? Where are the other nine? Like, didn't I heal more than just you? And you're the only one that came back to give me thanks. Jesus was fully aware of the importance of being grateful. Being grateful is important because when we look at Jesus' life, his life is a testimony of someone giving thanks. There is verse after verse, time after time in Jesus' life where he gave thanks. He went away or he gave thanks. It was something Jesus did a lot of, was giving thanks. And I really believe, there's no doubt in my mind that Jesus recognized the importance of gratefulness. And that's why he brings it up in this story. One comes back, it's like, where are the other nine? Because gratefulness is important. Jesus modeled gratefulness. It was a huge part of Jesus' life. Of him being grateful. Even in the midst of ungrateful people. Jesus was in the midst of ungrateful people. Complainers. And we don't have to go far to hear complaining and saying and being in the midst of ungrateful people either. But Jesus didn't allow those, that 
ungrateful setting that he was in, he still chose to be thankful and be grateful, to go and give thanks. So nine out of ten people, the other nine didn't come back, the one did. Now, we were all born sinners. We were all in a sinful state. We all needed healing. We all needed cleansing. I think there's a lot of shame can be involved as well. We were all with no hope. Until we had a but God moment. And Jesus comes into our lives. And when we ask him to come into our lives. And to forgive us. And to cleanse us. And to set us free. And to redeem us. Is a but God moment. We were all like those lepers. As sinners. We needed help. We need help. And then we have a but God moment. And I know I'm speaking to probably most everybody here that has been born again. And I think you know what I'm getting at. But now are you like the one or are you like the nine that go back to Jesus and say, thank you for saving me. Thank you for healing me. Thank you for redeeming me. Thank you for giving me hope. I think it's important that we do that time and time and time again. We have so much. We have more than just that. I mean, that's certainly a but God moment in our lives to where we can, where, where Jesus comes into our life. But we have so much to be grateful for. But how much do we go back to God and say, thank you for what you're doing in my life? And so, these other nine, we don't know where they went, what they did. But are you like the one or are you like the nine in giving God thanks for what he did in your life? Recognizing the importance of gratefulness and that God moment. I think God created humanity for gratitude. I really do. I think part of when God was creating us as humans, I think gratitude was part of it. We have the ability to talk to God unlike animals and plants and everything else. I think that brings glory to God. Actually, I know that brings glory to God. But we have the ability as humans to say thank you. I think that's some of the reason we were created. God was like, I'm worthy. I want to be thanked. And so I'm going to create a people that can be grateful for what I do and for who I am. 
Paul recognized the importance of gratitude. We, we, we saw that Jesus obviously lived a life of gratefulness. There's verse after verse, and I started writing some down, but the list gets so long, so I'm not even going to. But if you want to study, go for it. There's just, there is an abundant amount of verses where Jesus was grateful to God for his circumstance or for all kinds of different things. Uh, you know, God, I thank you for this. I thank you for this. Uh, just so many different verses. Paul uh, is another guy that recognizes the importance of gratitude. We see Paul's writings. Paul, again, there's lots of writings where Paul talks about gratefulness. I'm just going to read a few scriptures uh, this morning. These are all Paul's writings. Uh, two are from Colossians. I'll read them here this morning. Colossians chapter 2, verses 6 and 7. This is what he says. As you therefore has received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him, rooted, built up in him, established in the faith, as you have been taught, according, I'm sorry, abounding in it with thanksgiving. Uh, chapter later, verse three, chapter 3, verses 15 to 17, he says, Let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which also you are called in one body, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching, admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And whatever you do in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord, giving thanks to the Father through him. Two more, Ephesians 5, 20. And I'm just, again, I'm just picking out a few here. Ephesians 5, 20. Giving thanks always for all things, to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. 1 Thessalonians 5.18. This is just the last one I'm going to read here this morning uh, from, from Paul that he wrote. Sorry, 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 18 where he talks about rejoice in the Lord, pray without ceasing, in everything give thanks for this is the will of God. He just nails it there. In everything, give thanks. This is the will of God. Giving thanks is the will of God. That's what he says. It's God's will that you give thanks. Thanksgiving is just a huge topic in Scripture. Being grateful, being thankful. It's part of why we were created is to give thanksgiving. The Old Testament, Psalms, has lots of verses of, of being grateful, being thankful. So we're going to do something here this morning. Uh, we're going to make a list, at least a little bit of a list, of just some things that we're thankful for. So we're talking about being grateful. We're talking about gratefulness, being grateful to God. And so what are some things that come to your mind that you're grateful for? God for. Um, I had talked about uh, salvation. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write uh, salvation is something to be grateful for. What are some other things that we can be grateful to God for this morning? Shout them out. Warm house. Absolutely. Warm house. Redemption, absolutely. That's a good one. 
family, absolutely. Is this hard for you? It shouldn't be, but I know it is. I'm I'm in your I'm in your same shoes. Okay? But seriously, I think this is this is what I want us to get start cultivating in our mind is to be more grateful and to live a life of gratitude. What are some others? Church. Good one. Freedom. Food, health, I heard. Some more? Eternity, absolutely. Education. Yeah, it even comes from a boy that has some teachers here. You hear that, guys? They're back there laughing. They's back there like, yes. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> I love that. Good one. Some others. Friends, certainly. Time. Okay. Thankful for time. This is good. Are there more? Or is this all that we can be thankful for? I know we're, we're, we're the, li- the list is exhaustive, but the Holy, the Holy Spirit. Very good. We'll just go up here. Life. You're talking about physical life or I know we have eternity, but just, okay. Good one. For those of us that, for those that have gone bef- before us, yeah, absolutely. Good, good point. I know someone had mentioned church, which is right here. Um, just you brothers and sisters as a church family here is something to be thankful for. It really is. Um. Uh, and I know not all of you were, were in our Sunday, our men's Sunday school, uh, but it's what Seth led out with was, as men, how can, I, how can I support you? What are you going through? How can we be a brotherhood? Uh, how can I pray for you? How can I bless you? That's very vital, and it's something to be thankful for. So some other things. We're not going to go real long here anymore, but are there some more to, things to be thankful for? Worship, absolutely. Neighbors, you're talking about us. (laughs) Sound mind, absolutely. Okay, two more. Word of God, Jason, what were you going to say? Good. All right, we're going to stop there. Because uh, those, yes, go for it. 
Yeah. Do you think that's what that verse means? Yeah. I do too. Honestly, I really do. Um, but thank you for, for bringing that up. Because uh, James does say to be thankful for the trials. And I think we probably all know that trials can bring strength. Trials can bring new perspective. Trials are part of life. We're not going to get away from it. Uh, but they can either be stepping stones or stumbling blocks. Oh, Keith raised his hand. Trig, you got one yet? The Bible. That's a very good one. Awesome. Because that's good thinking. Good job, Trig. All right. So we just have this, this list of uh, a few things up here for now, how, when was the last time we thanked God for these? I know a lot of them came from a lot of different people. You don't have to answer that. I'm asking myself that. Like, how grateful are you? How grateful am I? We're supposed to be people of gratitude. And uh, we talked about just a little bit of the importance and how much, and not, you know, we see how, how important it was to Jesus. I really think gratitude and thankfulness was important to Jesus, so it should be important to us. But how thankful are we this morning? Now, what's the flip side of gratefulness? What's the opposite? This is not a trick question. not supposed to be. Okay, whiners, that's, that's a good answer. Whiners, in my mind, I was thinking complaining, uh, being ungrateful, complaining, being whiners. What are some things that you complain about? I'll, I'll start with the fir first one. People constantly complain about the weather. It's too hot or it's too cold or something. What else do you complain about or hear people complain about? Okay. Okay. Good point. Very good point. Absolutely. Those are things that we complain about. Um, so I'm not going to write all those down. Again, are there some other things that are not on that list that people complain about? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna put it up here, but Very good. Very good. Are there some other things? That, and we don't have to 
make another long uh, a long list, but are some other things that I could write up here that you complain about or you hear a lot of people complain about? Bosses. Hey, it's way to be real. Absolutely. Okay. Mm-hmm. The price, yeah, that's a good one actually, yeah. Very good right now. A lot <laughs> right now, yes, certainly. <laughs> that's a good one, Jason. I'm not saying I'm perfect at all because this is, the, the price would be one that I would complain about sometimes, yeah. So. Thank you. Thank you for bringing that. I, I love it. This is, this is really good. What are a few, few more things? I, I want to wrap it up here, but a few more things that people complain about. Yeah, no, no. No, that it, it could, and we're going to stop now. I'm not going to go on longer anyway, but even like, like Lloyd pointed out, a lot of these could go either way. You can be grateful for them, or you can complain about them, uh, and it really comes back to, to, to your attitude. Uh, but just wrapping up here, a question, two questions. Can we honor God when we're ungrateful? What would you say? Uh, no. No, I, I, don't, I don't think either that we can. And I want us to remember that. The complaining, the ungratefulness is, is, is all around us. I don't think that is God-honoring. Yeah, in Second uh, Timothy 3 talks about that. He has men will be lovers of self, lovers of money, boastful, proud, arrogant, revelers, Disobedient to parents, unthankful he has in there, in that list of, of being ungrateful. Is there anywhere in Scripture that we're told to be ungrateful? Not that I'm aware of. And so just leaving here this morning, just wrapping up here this morning, I just want us, obviously it's the week of Thanksgiving, and so we want to be grateful this week, but not just this week. Being grateful, living a life of Thanksgiving is very important. It was to Jesus. It was to Paul. I think it's part of the reason we were created, that when God created us, I want someone that's going to give me some 
thanksgiving and praise. I think that's, that's part of it. And so I'm going to bless you as you go from here this week on being grateful for what you have, what God is doing, and, but take it beyond this week as well. And maybe even take it to someone, if someone does something for you, where you take it for granted, tell them thank you. Whether it's your spouse, whether it's your children, someone you meet at work, if they do something for you, they, whatever, you get something from them, thank you. Be the person that says thank you. We like when someone says that to us. It, it feels good. So let's take the initiative as well to use these two simple words, thank you, and express it to others as well. So thank you so much for being here this morning. Uh, it, was, it was an honor to have you here. I know we have fellowship meal as well, so I'm sure everyone is invited. Uh, unfortunately, we're going to leave. We have a, our family Thanksgiving today, so we're going to roll. But for those of you uh, that don't have plans, uh, please stay for lunch and uh, enjoy the, the food and fellowship here. So thanks for being here this morning. Uh, I, and, and I do want to say this as well. Uh, as a pastor, I want to thank each one of you for who you are and what you bring to church. Uh, there's so many, so much uh, potential here, and there's so many of you bring so many of your gifts and talents here. Uh, I'm grateful. So I just want to say thank you for, for being part of Way of Jesus uh, this morning. It's, it's truly an honor uh, to be part of this group uh, with each, of, each one of you here. So we'll pray. I'll pray for the food as well. Father, thank you so much for, uh, thanks for this week of Thanksgiving that we're about to celebrate on Thursday. But Lord, it's much more than a day. Uh, being grateful is part of scripture. Uh, Jesus was very grateful. We saw how it was so important to Paul. Scripture talks a lot about being grateful. And Lord, I believe part of why we were created was to give thanks to you. And so, Lord, we do want to give thanks to you this morning and just say thank you for who you are and for what you're doing in our lives. Father, we looked at the story of the ten lepers and we see the, the condition that they were in of being sick and miserable, and then they had a but God moment, and they were cleansed. But, Father, we see that in our lives as well. Uh, we were born sinners. Uh, we needed a Savior, and you came, and you are our Savior. And so we want to say thank you. Thank you for salvation, and thank you for the redemption, the, sh the, the shedding of your blood, and that we can be... Um, forgiven we can be whole we can be cleansed and thank you for your holy spirit so lord thanks for each person that's here each person that's part of way of jesus and here in this uh building this morning we want to honor you i pray that we could live a life of gratefulness thanks for the food that we're about to eat pray a blessing on it in jesus name amen all right thanks so much for coming and uh being part of this service god bless you i think everyone knows